Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast and I am speaking to you from Adelaide today. I am interstate because I traveled over here with my beloved Hannah because her show has kicked off its season for the Adelaide Fringe Festival. If you didn't know, she's a circus performer and she's created her own kid show called Hannah Fiesta's Disco Fiasco and it's so fun and kids have the best time and I have been a little bit of a backstage sidekick for her and also just enjoying being in a very warm climate here. I've even had a beach swim, which has been so good. And the other thing that's really interesting is I've been retracing my roots. So my mum was born south of Adelaide in Victor Harbour. And yeah, all of her family hails from this area for generations. And I went to visit my auntie yesterday and it's the first time I've seen her in almost a decade. Being so far apart, we just have not been in each other's lives much at all. And so I was like, I've got to go and visit her. She lived like about 45 minutes drive away. So very easy to do. And it was great. And I got to ask her more questions about growing up and questions about my grandmother and great grandmother. And yeah, I learned that my great grandmother, Amanda, who I'm named after, actually had a street named after her when my great uncle Roy eventually subdivided the land. They had a farm, which is actually not far from the centre of Adelaide, which is now all completely built up. But back in the day, they had a farm and apparently they were farmer's market growers and also one of the biggest distributors of eggs in the city region. So there you go, little fun fact of my family history that I didn't know up until yesterday. Anyway, when great uncle Roy subdivided the land later in his years, he named one of the streets after his darling mama. How sweet is that? And so I was like, I have to go and find this street. So that's exactly what I did this morning. I trundled off with my GPS and I found Amanda Street. And yeah, so you may not know, uh, everyone knows me as Mandy, but my real name is Amanda. And it was just, oh my gosh, I was actually surprised by how emotional I got walking on the land there, imagining how my mum as a little girl, uh, she lived with her grandmother for almost a year because her mum, my grandmother, got sick with polio when she was two when my mum was two and yeah, both sisters went to live with their grandma and I was just imagining, wow, this used to be all farmland. Imagining my mum having all these special memories. She always speaks so highly of her grandma and yeah, I just got really emotional and yeah, it's very interesting because I never felt very compelled to learn much about my ancestry. I did for my dad's side because I never knew anything about his side of the family well after until he died, actually. But that's a whole other story. But I've never really felt the pull. 
until I've started going to the spiritualist church and my grandmother and my great-grandmother and my great-grandfather have been coming through with messages of support to me through the church. And if you are new to the podcast, hi, welcome, lovely to have you here. The Spiritualist Church is one of my favorite things that I have really only discovered in recent years. And it's not like a normal church at all. It's definitely not like a religious church. It's non-denominational. And it's all about the evidence that life continues after death. And there are mediums that deliver messages from loved ones on the other side. And it's so touching. And so I feel like I've been developing a relationship with these ancestors over the couple of years that I've been going to the church. And it's really brought it alive for me that yeah, these ancestors are here still loving, supporting, guiding me and protecting me and and cheering me on. It's it's so beautiful. And so, yeah, it's really inspired my desire to know more about them, particularly because when mediums deliver messages, they're always giving validating information about who the people are that are, that are with them and who are coming through. And often I'm having to check in with my mum to say, well, is this is this information that's accurate about the people? And so it just makes me want to know these people in a deeper way because they're still here watching me, loving me, celebrating me. And same with you, your ancestors are still with you, guiding you, protecting you, loving you and with you each step of the way. And it's I don't know, today just made me go into some weird time warp to realize, one, how thin the veil is between the worlds, and two, how fleeting our time here is on the planet. It like standing on this land, which once used to be farmland and was such a big part of their livelihood and lives, and to stand there just surrounded by housing development, it made me think, gosh, everything is so impermanent. And it inspired in me a a deeper sense of like, my God, we only have this short time on the planet. Let's make the most of it. And to hell with the hesitations and the doubts and the fears and whatever the stories are that hold us back from truly living our greatest and biggest and most aligned lives with what our souls are really here to do and experience and create and to contribute. And so that's a little something of what has really touched me today. And it made me go, oh, I want to tell you this story then about how it really it was inspired by the book I read. Oh, it must have been a couple of months ago now, called "Signs: The Secret Language of the Universe" by Laura Lynn Jackson, and she is a medium. And her book was full of stories about all the different ways that ancestors send messages to us to let us know that they're still with us. And I've spoken about this a little bit on the podcast. You can listen to episode 39. I think it's called Guidance, Support and Messages from the Other Side. And I share the stories about having very clear messages from my dad, who's on the other side. And Yet it was interesting reading Laura's book because 
She spoke about how we can be very clear with our requests on what messages we would like to have and to almost create a shared language between our ancestors and our angels and guides who are on the other side. And it's not something I've done before. And I was like, okay. And I started trying it with my dad and it was interesting. So One thing I'll say about this is that you need to have patience. Whenever you ask for a message, it's not necessary that it's going to come exactly the next day or that day. You've got to have some patience. And my first trial with this was with my dad. And I really wanted to come up with like, what kind of message can I ask from him? And I had a session with another medium and I was asking her about this because I'd not done it before. And she said, make it personal. What's something between you and your dad that would be deeply personal or that really symbolizes or or meant a lot to your dad? And music was such a big part of his life and it's still a big part of how I connect into him. You know, like when I hear songs that I know that he used to love and listen to, it always makes me feel really close to him. And it's interesting because I was was deliberating, of course, because I'm this high achieving perfectionist overthinker person who was then deliberating over like, okay, well, exactly what song am I going to choose? And At first, I was going to choose Islands in the Stream. It's a Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers duo. And I thought, you know what? It's a little bit too easy if I give him that though, because it's on my playlist because I love it and it reminds me of him. And I was like, it's a bit too easy if it's on the playlist. So I was like, I'm going to choose another one. And so I I think it was Rivers of Babylon. I think it's by Bonnie M. I was like, okay, that's what I want. I want, I want Papa. So he was German, so I didn't know him as dad. He was Papa. Papa sent me Rivers of Babylon. And it just wasn't coming. And I spoke to my mum about it. And I was like, this is, you know, this is what I've read. This is what I'm playing with of like requesting particular signs. And this is a song I've asked. And it was really fascinating because she said, well, you know, he always really liked that song, that duet by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. And I was like, yeah, 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 I know. And... I said, I, I did think about that one, but it felt a bit too easy. Anyway, what's been fascinating is how many times there was uh, Bonnie M did a song, Daddy Cool, and that's come through quite a lot of times. <laughs> and I've thought to myself, is he trying to send me the message that, hey, he thinks that this song's a better choice because it also references the father, as in daddy, and the long and the short of it, Rivers of Babylon has never come through for me. But there was this day, not too long after that conversation with my mum, when I was on in the car on a very short drive, actually, and on the radio just soon after I, you know, started driving, that duet song came on by Dolly Parton, and I have to say, I rarely hear it on the radio, and. I just knew, I knew he was there and I had this really touching moment in the car, singing the song, really feeling him next to me, crying, it was the whole shebang and I was like, okay, that's the sign, this is the song and this is the sign and so I just, I'm sharing that story to go, it's not always clear cut, Rivers of Babylon never came through. However, because I'd spoken about this with my mum, I was like, let's do Let's come up with a sign that we want 
grandma, my mum's mum, to send us. So we spent some time talking about what sign could it be. And unfortunately for my grandma, she spent so much of her life unwell. So she had polio and then she later developed MS and she spent many decades actually in supported care. And my mum always just remembered her as sick and unwell. So we were trying to like think about, well, what, what kind of memories does mum have of grandma and like what could we use as a sign? And we had to talk through it for quite some time because we sort of had to also think about not only what kind of things would symbolize grandma, but what kind of things could then come through as a sign. And then mum talked about how she had this memory of grandma giving her little butterfly kisses. And I was just like, let's do butterflies. And and then we were like, but let's not make it too easy because, you know, we want it to be a sign that feels like a sign. So we chose a blue butterfly because rarely see blue butterflies flying around. And it doesn't mean necessarily that we were going to see an actual blue butterfly. Signs can come in the form of anything. It could be, you know, anyway, I'm going to tell you the story. So that'll give you an example of the different ways blue butterflies came through for us. But it's not necessary that your sign has to be very literal. It could just be on anything. And so we started looking out for blue butterflies. And very quickly, I was searching Canva, a graphic design tool, which I'm sure most people know these days. And I was actually looking for an animated balloon. And straight away in animated balloon, a blue butterfly came up. And I was like, that's definitely a sign because it's not even, it's, well, I guess it starts with B, but it's like, I would not have expected that to suddenly pop up in a search for a balloon. And yeah, so that was the first sign for me. And for me, because I have this internal, I don't know whether skepticism, but I'm always looking at things from a scientific perspective as well. And I know that we have the RAS, the reticulating activating system. And the RAS is like the bodyguard of the brain. So we are at all times taking in like Oh, I don't even, I can't even remember like the statistics of just how many bits of information, but it's a huge amount of information that we're taking in. And yet if we were consciously, if we were conscious of all the information we were taking in, our brains would fry. So we have the RAS that basically is like the bodyguard and goes, nope, don't pay attention to that. And it goes into the subconscious and only a certain amount, a very small percentage of information that we're taking in actually goes in consciously. And yet if we pro, we can program the RAS to say, well, actually start paying attention for this. And it works in the sense you've probably experienced this, like you have a conversation one day, let's say about yellow cars, and then suddenly the next day you are seeing yellow cars everywhere. And that's the RAS working for you because you had this conversation the day before about yellow cars and the RAS goes, oh my God, you're obviously really interested in yellow cars. Let me show you all the yellow cars that have been around all the time. It's just that 
I didn't think that you cared about them, so I wasn't showing them to you or making you aware of them, but I'll make you aware of them now. Or I've had it with uh, words, like you suddenly learn a new word and then you see it in multiple places afterwards and that's the RAS. It's not that suddenly the word appears, it's always been around, it was just that you weren't consciously aware of it. So I hold these messages with sort of like that awareness of like, well, I don't want it to just be my RAS working for me that I'm just having this conversation about blue butterflies and now the RAS is actually going to just make me aware of them. And so I hold more weight on the signs that come through that isn't just the RAS. So I believe that the Canva graphic just appearing, like that feels like, well, that was just there in an unexpected place in an unexpected way. The next sign that I had was I was walking to to church, actually, ironically, and there was a poster right before church and it was full of blue butterflies. Now, that could have been my Raz because even though I've never noticed that poster before, it could have been my Raz at work just walking by and going, oh my God, suddenly look, here's blue butterflies. But it also feels like it could have been a tap on the shoulder from grandma just going, hey, look to your right. There's some blue butterflies there for you just meters away from church where I receive messages from her. So I did feel like, okay, that's kind of special. So I shared those with mum and this happened over a couple of weeks and mum hadn't seen any blue butterflies yet and she was feeling a bit dejected, I think. So we had a bit of a conversation about it and I was like, well, have have you asked grandma specifically for some blue butterflies? Like other than just us having a conversation and she's like, no. And I said, well, after this phone call, ask her, like connect in with her. And it was interesting because mum afterwards was like, well, I don't know whether I've actually spoken to her. So I wanted to say what your intention is, what creates the connection with your ancestors, your angels and your guides. So if you speak out loud or if you say it inside of your head, it doesn't matter. Just sending that intentional thought out to connect to them and then making your request, that's talking to them. So you don't necessarily have to speak out loud, although I really do like speaking out loud. I find there's something more activating within me when I pray and when I speak to the other side out loud. And I haven't done any research about that to know whether or not there's a difference. But I know that the intention behind it is what's most important. So, yeah, you can just speak to them in your mind. And after the phone call, mum did. She put out that intention to her mum saying, hey, I want to see a blue butterfly. And the very next day... I get a message from mum. She was so excited with this picture of this massive, big blue butterfly sticker on the back of a car. And the story goes is that she had to go to a shop and she ended up having to park way across the car park to where the shop was. And so anyway, she was like, okay, well, this is where I'm getting a park. So she parked next to this car. And then because of the direction of where the shop was, she had to walk around the back of this car. So there was no missing it. She was forced to go past it. And as she turned around from the car and she saw it was like as big as her hand 
And she was so thrilled. She so excitedly sent me a picture and she just was so touched because it happened so quickly after the conversation. And yeah, it's just when you have this experience of knowing that your ancestors truly are with you and they are communicating with you all the time, I I shudder to think just how many messages I have missed because I'm just not paying attention. I'm in my own head. And (laughs) there's a meme I've seen about, I want a signing a sign. Like I know I asked for a sign universe, but I want a signing a sign. I'm like, I definitely can fall trapped to that. So if you do as well, I just want to normalize that for you. It's okay. I think it's natural for us to doubt, But like I often say, Albert Einstein said, there's two ways of looking um, at life. One as though nothing is a miracle and the other is though everything is a miracle. And I choose miracle. I choose that these are not just coincidences. It's not just our brain working in a certain way. It's miracles of communication from those on the other side who are with us supporting our journey. So yeah, this is your invitation and your call to experiment, if you choose, to connect with the ancestors who are there for you. And they may not even be close relatives. I've had my great aunts come through on both sides, I believe. And I don't know, it's this amazing feeling to go, wow, you and I, we're both supported by generations and generations of ancestors. They are celebrating you. They're loving you. And they're so proud of you. Like they really are. And you are the culmination of that whole ancestral line. And just the mere sheer fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you are doing deeper work than possibly what they ever had the opportunity to do. So there's healing happening on the ancestral line by the work that you're doing, showing up and committing to your personal growth and your spiritual growth. It's like you are evolving and I really believe that they're celebrating and they're joyful from that fact. And yeah, isn't that just so beautiful? It's so beautiful to know that you're not alone. And even in those moments where you might feel like you're alone and abandoned, you're not. And it reminds me, a beautiful friend and listener of the podcast was having a, 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 a challenging time and she was also asking for a particular sign but wanted it to come through quite quickly. And I love how she told me about how she ended up just asking for a message from the oracle cards because the, the signs felt too... Um, you know, they weren't coming through clear enough. So she went to the Oracle cards and pulled an Oracle card message. And yeah, that's something that I do regularly and just ask for the guidance to come through. What is it that I need to hear right now and pull a card and always struck with so much awe at the message that comes through at the right time. So you get to play and discover and experiment with what works for you. And, but it's 
knowing and trusting that you always have this divine support team with you at all moments and it's always, you know, their assistance is always available at your request. So use it, ask for their help, ask for their guidance, ask for, ask for the support. And I'll put the link, I'll put the book name in the show notes, Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson. I loved it. It was such a beautiful book of so many stories of the ways in which people's loved ones have worked at communicating with them and yeah I just I just adored that book so if you're interested go look at the show notes so all right well that's it for today I hope that no matter where you are at you are finding some time to connect to your heart to connect to something to something that's beautiful and something that's bringing you some joy or comfort and yeah continue to just be extra kind to yourself at this time and extra kind to others and yeah I'll speak to you again next week and I love you ciao